it's like worse because you're like, oh, you're the worst. Welcome everyone to pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 181 is entitled Real Observations. Social media has impacted our lives in so many ways. What can we learn from it from an emotional needs perspective? We'll be looking at many examples tonight at the table. So pull up a seat at the table and join us. First time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Watch us live at lunchtimeinrome.com forward slash live or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you gave us a five-star review. Jay, what is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12.15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 or so minutes of the podcast, and we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime in Rome. Rome. Hello, everybody. Hi, Eric. What Uh, did you point at me for? Well, there's a trash can over there now, too. I see that now. Trash go. cans <laughs> in Rome. Um, Coughing in Rome. Amy's with us. Hi. Yes. Amy Raymond. Yeah, not, remember, a- not Amy Hammond. Yeah, there could be many Amys. Uh, you what, need to be more But specific. this is the Amy Raymond. Which episode do we remember that her being on? 167. That's the one I had it memorized hmm. as. <laughs> Are you looking it up, Eric? No, I will. It was in May, and if you would have asked me, it I, was would in have, May. Okay. I would have said like July or August, and uh-huh. I was going scrolling back, and I was like, it's a lot further. Th- oh my, it was May. Wow. I think it was 167. May I seems like it up on Substack, a year I? and a half ago to me. Nope, 16 to me. 16 years Yeah, ago? it does yeah. feel like a lifetime ago. So what, what have you been up to? So, 157, thank you. Ooh, oh, so even close. more. May 19. Oh, that's right before my birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Brian. Look at that. Thank you. Thank Almost you. I appreciate day, that. Almost seven months later. Look at that. It's the 15th, 14th, <laughs> Almost to the day, seven months later. <laughs> what have I been up to? Um, gosh, a lot. So May, that meant uh, we had not yet been on vacation, which was fantastic. We went to the Outer Banks, which mm. we hadn't been to in a thousand years. So that was super fun. Where? We had not yet been on vacation, which was Where fantastic. Did we, we went Where to did we? Where did we? Eric, you're playing uh, mm-hmm. our podcast yeah, in real time. Right, my bad. Totally. Hear it <laughs> I was like, here. why it's am so I here? Good. make sure that there is audio going through? I hear right. myself. Uh, We're good now. Where in the Outer Banks? Kill Devil Hills. Oh, sure. I had to think about that for a second. Um, so we did that. That was really fun. Girls started school. That was terrific. I got a work trip to Louisville, which was super fun. Oh, that's right. You went across the big long bridge? I did. Oh, gosh. And it was foggy. And as we were walking across the bridge... Was it two miles? No. I, uh, it's a mile, out, mile. A mile out and about a mile okay. back, so two. So you walk across from Kentucky into Indiana and back. Mm-hmm. And it was foggy. And I looked over and I thought, well, I'll take a picture on the way back. Maybe it won't be quite as foggy. And it actually got worse. So we were walking back and I was like, oh, it's really disorienting. You can't see... Mm. anything. I was like, I feel like I'm walking through milk. In the milk. clouds. Mm. Oh, through milk. It was not puffy and it just looked, it was it was weird. And we knew we were above water. I was like, this, can we just be done? Let's and even done. when you get off of that is the spiral walkway. Correct. That had to be, well, I guess by then are you under the clouds? By then it was, it was dissipating some, but in the middle of the bridge when, yeah, it was. A can we talk surreal. about Louisville for just a minute? Sure. Sure. What did you think of Louisville? 
I did not experience much of it, but okay. what I did experience was fun. But I think that was more because of the organization of the the group outings and who I was with. Sure. But it was it was fine. It was I found it to be a town that didn't know what it was. Because mm. it's like baseball. Because I mean, you think Louisville Slugger? They've got a museum, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like a gigantic bat, like fifty mm-hmm. feet yeah. tall. Or we didn't go to. We wanted to, but we didn't go to that. Yeah. But like their area, which is kind of like Station Square in Pittsburgh, Fourth Street or whatever it is. Yeah, it's like oh, this is cool, and it's in the middle of downtown, and it's all shiny and new. And then there's like historic Louisville, which is just like really sad Louisville. Like I was looking for these old, cool Southern homes and you were just like, no, it was, yeah, I, I can see that. And, and then, there, but there was waterfront stuff and they were like, we have the biggest waterfront concert and fireworks show. And was whatever. that in like that same park? It was, uh, to the walking across the bridge. It was like on the right hand side of it. Or sure. like Abraham Lincoln statue is, uh, there's a big Abraham Lincoln statue. We took a picture with Abe. Hmm. He was from Kentucky. I had to amend the picture because the one looked like I was shooting him. Hmm. I thought that was yeah. a bad look. Somebody, Too soon. Somebody else took care of that for you. <laughs> Job was done. <laughs> so Louisville and... And what else? Girls started school. I said that. They had wonderful soccer seasons. Uh, yeah, crazy. Abby, so much soccer. <clears throat> Abby played on two teams this year. We, we eliminated one, so that was, mm. that was a nice reprieve. Um, but she did really well. We had a lot of fun with that. A couple tournaments, um, holidays... Parents sold their house. My parents mm. sold their house. I was thinking of you and your your beach house. Um, mm. They're temporarily living with us, which is really cool. Oh. Is that cool? It is cool. And you don't actually. say that sarcastically. No, not at all. Not at all. I, I'm. I. Tr- what does Mark say? Mark, is, he's listening. Hi, Mark. Hey, um, Mark is. He's happy to be able to help too. And yeah, he, and he gets along very well. With, he gets along very well with my parents. Mark's a very easygoing guy. It takes a lot to really ruffle his feathers. So. He's happy to do it. Right. I mean, nobody wants anyone else living in their home, but it's the best case scenario if somebody's got to. It's well, and the the thing that I keep thinking about is I'm really grateful that we're doing this, and we have it's a it's a want to do, not a oh mm-hmm. my gosh, there's a situation and we have to. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they could have gotten an apartment, they could have done a variety of things, but right. f- there's a much longer story to the whole selling selling of the house saga. Um, but suffice it to say, they sold it. It's all gone. They're in the process of building a new one. It's almost done. They were wow, there today. That's and it's exciting. Like, yeah. Where? Um, not far from where they currently are. So just a few miles further east okay. of where they currently are. Um, and so it's it's exciting. And and finally, with the sale behind them, I think they can be excited. Like for a mm-hmm. minute, they weren't. There was so much hiccup and drama that I don't think they were really excited about the new place. But now they now they are. So it's fun. And the mm-hmm. girls are having a good time with Nanny and Papa. And that's a house. big deal, especially you know you don't get those days back. Nope. And they enjoy them, which is a win. I mean, if I had to live with my grandparents on my dad's side, that would have been like, oh. <laughs> Different? Yeah. I yeah. did live with my grandfather on my mom's side. He was cool. Like, you know, you get those. Of course, I was 25, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different different point. But it's it's fun. They're, it's And actually, we were laughing because we, we've been eating at the kitchen table. And I was like, this is what normal people do. We eat at the kitchen table. We don't, like, have two kids in the chairs at the island and Mark and I standing and hovering at the island. Like, we sit down like a normal human being family and eat together and. That's been fun. Not every night because schedules are goofy, but yeah. sure. when we can, we do it. And it's so it's vital. Just, yeah. So vital. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Eric, do you guys sit down as a family? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. We like we want to, but like we we are incredibly. Um, and I was just actually thinking about this today, like or today or yesterday, uh, recently. Um, that man, I, like, what's going to happen when like Maggie starts to do like extracurricular activities? Because like. Would you we're like very, us to tell you? <laughs> well, I mean, like, we're very busy, like, as it is, you know? Right. And she doesn't have anything, like, outside of preschool right now. So it's like, 
you know, as soon as that stuff starts happening, I feel like it's going to get even harder. But like we, Amy and I have talked about like having like a dedicated night at least. Um, yeah. You have to be intentional yeah. about that at least once <clears throat> in your but life. But oftentimes like, you know, she, she's not hungry at like dinner time, you know? So. Well, that, that creates the drama. You no, know, finish your food. I don't want to finish my food. Eat. I don't want this. Yeah. <laughs> we we do for us it's not always dinner because schedules are, mm-hmm. are bonkers, but yeah. we do like we do a lot of breakfast. Uh-huh. Or wow. we make yeah. Not, not not like school days are a little tricky because we're trying to all get I mean, Mark works from home, so he's he's there and he's his schedule isn't as you know, complicated as ours, getting the girls on the buses and getting me to the office and whatever. But we try to do breakfast, even if it's on the weekend, we try to make that like a mm-hmm. little bit more of a special thing and, yeah. and take the time to do it just because we know we don't always get the time at dinner. Yeah. So, what which, you which kind of stinks. I was going to say, you know how like in football, there's like zone defense and you kind of adjust <laughs> to wherever the def- uh, the offense is going. Sure. That's how we do dinner anymore, because obviously Ethan is incredibly busy with musical and things like that. Um, I, you know, I'm busy a lot of the the evenings too, and sometimes we're just not hungry, you know, at the at the same time. It's seriously, Am I the only one that's like always hungry? What, what is no, like, I, like I usually get hungry later. Well, like, yeah, when kind of like a lot of times I eat after Maggie goes to bed. Sure, you know. So there, are we interrupting your dinner time? <laughs> No, because we had to go get a snack. No, I had a work party (laughs) happy hour. So, oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so I mean, for uh, for us, we do we do try to make it a point to sit down at least once a week. Sometimes twice a week, but but anymore, it it really becomes like it. Like I said, zone defense. It's it's. Are you hungry? No, great. We got leftovers. You know, it just, it just, you got to roll with it. Yeah. We hit a pocket. Like once I left Young Life staff, really through the trade days and the, where Joe and Bella were still, you know, late elementary, junior high, where it was almost every night. We had dinner every night. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's one of those things where you go, we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't consciously stop. Yeah. And but, you don't remember the last, I bet. Well, I, you know what I mean? Like, I do now because we now make it happen. But like the last regular one or the last period of time. Right. That's what I mean. Like you don't Which know Which goes right it, back to you, you never remember the last time you'll <clears throat> yeah. mm-hmm. X, Y, or Z. Yeah. But now it's kind of cool though because, I mean, I mean, Joe's got a million things. He's in college. Blah, blah, blah. They're both working. But when we do it now, like now Leah is involved as well. And you know, she grew up in a very non-traditional household, so she didn't have family dinners. So now when we have a family dinner, it's not four, it's back to five again. And mm. it's, a, it's a really big deal. Otherwise, I mean, it is four. I don't even know when Joe eats, where he, I mean, he's at Leah's most of the time. You know, Bella will make herself a ramen, whatever, or something I made. And Rachel's clockwork, you know, mm. during the school week. And I mean, I have, I mean, I'll eat dinner tonight at 11, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, so nobody eats with me then. <laughs> Sounds like maybe Eric's your best shot here. He eats late. As close as we can get. All right. <laughs> you up for the challenge? Eating at eleven? I like it's it. very European. It's very you know it's very you know in vogue. I suppose. Well, Tuesday nights. I feel like I eat dinner. That's true. That's a family dinner every Tuesday yeah. night. That's my dinner that night. Yeah. So there. Once a week, I have a family dinner. <laughs> Congratulations. Just not with. My, well, Bella's there. Joe's oh. there sometimes too. Mm-hmm. And start t- next week. Rachel will be Rachel there. Will be there. Family <laughs> dinner, everybody. <laughs> there it is. Stop on by. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, 
What? I was going to say, I'll go, but... No, well, no. I mean, I, we're not going. Um, right. I, I guess I'll talk I'll, I'll talk about... <laughs> but Eric wants dovetail to go. <laughs> on I'm fine. I'm Ethan's good. choir. Like, <laughs> talking about Ethan at school, you know, uh, and dinner table and things like that and how busy he's become. And I did want to kind of give him a shout out and uh, brag about him a little bit because he he's loving all of, all of the musical things at school. And he's loving... The choir that he's in, um, which they had a concert last night. Jay was, it was a there. Fun concert. It really was. It was really really cool to Did see. Did not that. expect it to be a fun concert. No, and it was also it's amazing to see how talented some of those kids are. I mean, mm-hmm. Bella, you know, she was in three or four different things, you nice. know, instruments and and singing and and things like that. Um, but then Ethan also got invited to sing in uh, some kind of special choir that's going to be singing with the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. And out of all the kids like we saw last night, he was one of four that was was chosen out of that. And it was completely random. He wasn't a tryout or anything like that. He just, his teacher came up and gave him a paper and said, here, here you go, man. So it's a tremendous opportunity. It's a tremendous honor for him. It was, it was really fun to celebrate that with him because he brought it home and he's kind of like, not shy, but like, eh, here's, this, here's this thing. Yeah. And you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. dude, this is a big freaking deal. Um, Quiet so, boastfulness. Yeah. So it it's, and I told Lex, it's it's really cool to see a star on the rise because that's, you know, that's kind of how I see him. You know, he's mm-hmm. matured more and more over the past year, two years in, in so many different ways. Overnight. But, you know, especially within the, in the musical sphere, um, you can see him leveling up on a, you know, on a, performance by performance basis, gaining more trust from the people that are, you know, in charge of, of putting him in positions and things like that. Where is he right now? Um, he, at, at, well, getting picked up by Lex, but he was at callbacks to see, you know, what the, basically the final tryout for the musical coming up in the springtime, which is going to be Mamma Mia. Um, and so, you know, they'll evaluate all the kids that were there tonight and then put them into a spot or, you know, cut them. So, um, so that's where he was. Um, I did also want to talk about over the weekend. Um, I played hockey on Friday night, like what? I always do. And it was, I had so much fun. Next thing you do is tell me you deliver water one point time in your life. <laughs> a couple of times. Um, but no, I, I had, I had probably the most fun I've ever had at hockey on Friday night. Wow. And, and I played probably like I had guys that I've played with for years. Tell me, mm. They, they, they said we we know your body of work, and this isn't anything against your other body of work. But I, this is the best you've ever played. I've ever seen you play tonight. I don't know why it was. Well, that's what I want to know. Like why? Yeah, I have no track? idea. What's the secret? You got to write that down. What'd no idea. Um, How'd you tie your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of socks? Did you I didn't wear underwear. <laughs> Hell, oh. um, no, that wasn't it. Um, and then Saturday morning, I woke up and I felt great. I, I felt great, but I woke up at like five forty-five in the morning, oh. and it was just. The house was all decorated for Christmas. We hadn't got the tree yet, nice. and I was anticipating that. <laughs> but I woke up. It was just nice to wake up. I got a cup of coffee and just sat there till like 9 o'clock when everybody else got up, just writing and just being like, I didn't get up at a, with a clock. It was just such a great moment. I just appreciated every second of that. So, um, yeah. Man, that's amazing. And you, you love you some Christmas. I love me some Christmas. So sitting it's in the there. wonderful time La- of year. So at the end of the the concert last night they did a sing-along <laughs> with you know the full band full orchestra the whole choir i almost teared up really because it was the first time it felt like christmas yeah you know because you're just without a band in you're just singing mm. a, a very known christmas song and i was just like this is really nice it feels <laughs> like christmas that you was know? a lot of fun because it just it just doesn't 
I agree with you. I was thinking about that. Like, you, you usually, usually do the good, bad food thing. And I was thinking, like, I don't know that bad is – I hate saying bad because it feels very final. Like, this is bad and that's it's not going to be changed. But for me, the bad was, like, it just doesn't feel as joyful. This mm-hmm. I, I have heard so many people within the past week <clears> say <throat> they – and I, I don't even like saying these. They just can't wait to get through it. Like, yeah. The month yeah. of December in, in general, not just yeah. Christmas, Christmas is season. the finish line. It, yeah. <laughs> but people are like, I just, it just need, we just need to get, and I'm like, oh, why? But yeah. I don't know. It's like there's a heaviness mm-hmm. to the, the, the joyful season doesn't feel as joyful. And well, I don't sure. think there's a lot of joy out there. Yeah, that's true. Be. Very angry world we're living in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I, Oh, and it came out quick. Like I, like it came out quick. Everybody, no, like, it's not coming. And, December twenty fifth. I know. No way like, of knowing. Everybody has had that. Like it's everybody I know has. Year. Like I can't believe. Like it's middle of December already. See that hit me end of November. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's hitting everybody this year. Right. Like, and it's not like I'm we, a freak. <laughs> I, I mean, I I don't well, feel this way at all yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Well, I mean, but and we haven't really done anything differently though, because like. Amy's been decorating. You know, the house has been decorated. We like we all we always go get our Christmas tree on the day after Thanksgiving. Um, you know, it's well. Lex and I were talking tonight about New Year's, and it's like, dude, new, like any more New Year's is just like we come over to your house, and it's always a fun time because it's yeah. us. Yeah. But like the whole ball drop thing, the whole you uh, know, it, like I come, o- I come, o- we come over on on New Year's now just because it's fun to hang out with us and right. it's kind of a tradition. Yes. But like it eventually the, turns the into like YouTube of, night and we just watch yeah, random YouTube right. videos or 80s old, videos. old 80s music yeah. videos cuz yeah. But like I remember as a kid like New Year's was it was like magical yeah. and special and you're staying up and you know there was there, there was some it. kind of an yeah. anticipation yeah anticipation about the year and i, I don't i don't feel well, it no, anymore when the when it counts down to zero and i mean my entire adult life at least it's one of the most emotional moments for me every Agreed. year and it's sort of like there's just nothing you can do like mm-hmm. time is going to keep moving it's yeah. like yeah. you just watch it and you're like well that new year's coming and mm-hmm. not that there's anything significant about the year yeah. but you realize the insignificance of you and I, it's not like when you look in the ocean and you're like, wow, God is so great. Mm-hmm. It's like at the end of the year, you're like, time is so cruel. The Grim like, Reaper yeah. is just exactly <laughs> yeah. what it is. That's the balls dropping from his. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> this is a record, by the way, for balls dropping yeah. quotes in our podcast so far. But we'll see mm-hmm. if we can extend that record. Um, Let's not drop the ball. Well, that. speaking of balls, um, <laughs> we went, we had our. Com- or, well, our, I would say our team Christmas party because it was just our team. We didn't do company Christmas party, um, and we went to uh, Pins Mechanical um, down on a south side. Fancy. I was going to say either south side or Lawrenceville. There's pinball machines. There's old arcade video games from Ooh. like the '90s, and there's duck pin bowling, and it was mm. so fun. It was so fun, and it's like I've only done duck pin bowling like way back in the day, like 30 years ago. And um, and you had to like set up your own pins. It was at this retreat center, and um, but this oh, years ago, I years think ago, it was yeah. a place on the south side. I'm like, no. that's got to be an insurance. This one is cool. Like, you well, pay and extra. I, yeah. you have to throw the ball pretty hard because like the action on the smaller pins is not like it is in regular bowling. Um, the the lane is a lot shorter, um, but then like every pin is attached to a string, and like. <laughs> It's so funny because like they'll get tangled up, so then the machine like keeps on like trying to untangle, and like the the pins are just like dancing at the end. Like it's just Some very of the funny. dumbest puppets you've ever <laughs> yeah, seen. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, what's the point of that over regular bowling then? 
Uh, space could be one. Um, yeah, overall space. Overall space, but it's it's much more conversation casual. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they do it just for podcasts. It podcast. was meant for this <laughs> podcast yeah. right now. Just for... Just I feel like it's much more casual, although they do have leagues. Um, but it what's, was what's really more, fun. How, how can bowling not... How can bowling <laughs> be more casual than regular <laughs> bowling? <laughs> yeah, bringing a case of Miller Lite. <laughs> yeah. and what, but what's... How champagne. annoying is it to watch the pins try to be untangled? Like, how long does that take? Like, well, what do you, OC, and what do you do while it's Your organization at OCD, that's bothering you just hearing about it. It is. They're like clanging around like wind chimes. Like, what is the... I don't get it. Wait, I could maybe... Uh, hang on one second. Are we, I might be able to show you. Um... Delighted! I have never been more so. Yeah, he's going to show you something that will frustrate you. <laughs> I, I knew somebody one time that the did duck that pin keeps bowling. On giving. That's about the extent of I my think, duck pin duck pin bowling. I think it's this one. We'll do it live. Oh boy, here we go. I can hear it. They sound tangled. <laughs> so Master. for anybody that's not watching, which is probably most of you, there's a bowling lane. And somebody's throwing a ball down. Oh, wow. And it is a shorter lane. It is marionettes. And really, the pin, it does look like puppets on, on strings. I don't get that. So is, is it just chaos? <laughs> like, are you just... <laughs> there we go. And then it lowers the... <laughs> wow. I don't like it. Thumbs down from Amy. So is it the same? I see the ball. Like, the ball looked like uh, a slightly bigger pool... You know, like the the pool game, more pool. of a bocce, like a bocce, yeah, like, like a bocce, bocce ball. ball, yeah, just yeah. like a bocce ball. And they had bocce there. They have bocce. Oh, there. nice. It was all. It was really. It's a really cool place. Is the scoring the same as in regular? No, ball? they go by. Oh tens. my gosh. Okay, so you actually. Well, I'll say. Brian's joining me. In yes my and no. There's ten. There's ten pins. Uh huh. Um, and if you get them all down in one shot, it's a strike. Mm-hmm. All down in two, it's a spare. Mm-hmm. But every frame, you get an extra. Like you get a third ball. So, um, <laughs> come on, people, hold it together. Um, but if you get if you get them all down on that third on that third ball, it's not a, it's not a it's not a spare. Third fifteen thousand. What's it called? You just grew up. It's, it's you, like it's just added up. It's just added to your score. So you could you could get ten, but you're not going to get anything extra for it. It's not going to like add the next frame on. Oh, well, then I'm out. Third, I can't get extra. Why ball that you throw? <laughs> and you don't get. I Char- just you want don't to walk down the lane with a pair. If of you get a strike, yeah. it's just like regular bowling, <laughs> right? You don't get the you don't get the added ten. You just get to get the those ten, right? On the if you the, if you knock them all the down on the third attempt, mm. yeah. But no it's a, it's a lot harder to get a strike. Get five. It's a lot harder to get a strike. It should be five plus your next ball. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to regular bowling. I think, uh, uh, but. I also joined I think you in like that it. fun time that you had. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I'm glad you had that time. Yeah. And so, uh, was there like team cohesion? I know you guys have been, you know, working remotely for quite a while. Um, we like it, getting was together. Was it nice to get? Okay. Yeah, it was very nice. So you have been to getting get together, together. semi regularly. Yeah, like yeah. once a month. And uh, and yeah, it was great to see everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, saw some other people that I haven't seen in like three years, mm-hmm. which was kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, it was it was very fun. I would mm-hmm. definitely go back. Um, and can't give all the details, but Amy's going to start a new job, which is which exciting, is crazy, great. amazing, and it's a, it's a it's a it's a better better job, right? Um, and it's a good thing. Is all I'm saying. It's a very good thing. Yeah, and she'll probably move into a f- like full time position there oh. after after Maggie goes back to. School. Right. Will it still right. be work from home, or is that not a detail you can give? No, she she'll be um, 
she'll be going going around. She's going to be um, working at a hospice place. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when Rachel and I were talking about it, she was like, "Gross." Yeah, I know. <laughs> she like, loves well, I mean, her maybe old people. Gifted she really does. Like she her. loves her old people, and she loves. When I'm so glad that dying. somebody has a heart. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad somebody has a heart for dying old yeah. people. And she, man, she does. And it's a mom and pop place. It's not. Um, she told me not to mention the name yet. Right. So we'll talk about that later. Um, but she gets a company car with a gas card. Um, incredible it's It's awesome so yeah that's great you'll be able to just give your lease back well we're thinking about when mine is up let nathan take it so that he can just freaking he can pay it off (laughs) (laughs) we're thinking about let it when when my lease is up just let like just going down and getting Mm -hmm. down to the we're not i mean we can't drive that car Mm -hmm. like outside of work but yeah you know yeah. yeah, you don't want to bilk the new company right away. Right. 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 Let's ease in. Ease in. That's right. <laughs> so speaking of work, I was listening to a podcast the other day. I was trying out a new one, and it was called, I think it was called Second Seat. And it was a podcast that's done by associate pastors. And I'd seen a clip on uh, mm. Instagram from one of their podcasts, and I was intrigued by the topic. So, of course, I go to their podcast. Can't find that episode. But they had they a... They need a substack. They do need a substack. But they did have one where they did a roundtable with lead pastors. And I was like, okay, well, I'm a lead pastor. You know, I guess I'm also the associate pastor. But So I'm like, let's give it a shot. And I mean, I typically can't stand Christian podcasts. They're just so Christian. And so <laughs> I'm listening, and I came away with two thoughts. But then today at a lunch with uh, actually Rachel's Young Life leader, RD, who I've known for years, he had a good maybe answer to my query, which was the one thing I took away is I'm listening to the, you know, they wanted to know what's going on in the mind of a lead pastor and what, what do you wish people knew about you that they don't know? And all of them had been associate pastors. So what's different from being an associate pastor to a lead pastor? So I'm listening. I came away with two conclusions. One, they spend a lot more time on vision than I do. They're like, oh, God has given me sometimes this vision, and it's just so big, and I've just got to share it with my staff, and I get too passionate sometimes, and I've really got to let go, and, and I'm like, you know, I've been praying, and God's been wrestling with me in this passion, and I'm just sitting there like, uh-huh. Do you feel like a lot of Christian vision, quote-unquote, is ambition disguised as marketing? Oh, I have no idea, because my first thought was, do I not have enough vision? <laughs> Am I not praying enough for vision? Right. And then I thought, my vision is that people would love other people and reveal who Jesus Christ is in their lives, in their lives, through their lives to the other people's lives. That's my vision. Like, right. I'm not going to have this grand plan well, on conquering. Sometimes it just simple is okay. Simple can be well, profound in its simplicity, and it doesn't need to be. And in this day and age, that's still a giant. Mm-hmm. Well, it's lofty. Yes. But so that was my one. And the other thought I had was, you know, this my, they're struggling. Like they were all like, it's way harder than I ever imagined. And my wife looked at me and she said, Is it always gonna be like this? And I told her, I think so, honey. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, I kind of love it. I think it's a lot of fun. Like, you know, yeah, we've had some difficult moments and things are challenging, but it's like I don't know. There again, is that is that like a false humility of like I don't know. I'm going to say it's hard so that you can pat me on the back and be like, well, what a good job you do persevering through yeah, the tough. I don't know. Well, or they're, or they're putting too much pressure on themselves. Like, Maybe. I, well, which is what RD said. He said, you know, Jay. He goes, you've been through a lot. He goes, whether it be your 12 years on Young Life staff. He goes, certainly everything you went through with Trey. He goes, and I think you've got a, a very deep level of trust in God. Yeah. That you don't think you've got to carry this mantle and you've got to be in charge and you're the man. He goes, you know, you want to see things happen. If they don't, 
Okay. I was going to say, I believe that you are uniquely suited to be a head pastor. You know, you talk about having, uh, navigating awkward waters on your tombstone. And I, I, I believe that... I thought it was just a life motto, but... <laughs> did I say tombstone? You did. I may have said it too. Yeah, I just don't I think remember. You, I think it. you may have. But, <laughs> headstone. Uh, I don't remember anything. So, um, But no, I believe that I believe that you're truly suited to navigate those things. You know, you've, you've done it at school for, for years, Jeez. you know, as a coach. And so I, I think that, man... I never want to be a pastor. No. I never, especially a, a, a head pastor at a church, because there's so much there's so much that goes into that. It's not an easy job, and I think a lot of people have, you know, they come out with a feeling like they have a desire and a mandate from God, but then they get into it, and it's like a lot of things where it's like you might not be suited for it, or you you just might not be. You may have to adapt in ways that you're not prepared to do, and I think you have stepped into what you've done. Um, with uh, like like you said, with with so much of the experience that you've had, I just I think it suits you very well. Well, and I, I appreciate that. And where I have to reside is in the T-shirt that I wanted to make for our church, which is, you know, we're not fancy and we're not fundamental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're kind of a niche church. Like I don't I don't want to have you know a mega church with zip lines and everything else. But I'm also not going to sit here and tell everybody they're going to hell each week. Mm-hmm. So I'm uniquely gifted for this role at this church at this time. And you recognize that that is that was your vision, you know. Like you've you've maybe even inadvertently carved a niche out within our church um, be, by giving people the space to live in that huge area where you're not saying this is who we are, this is who right. we are. You be whoever you want to be, and it is a lofty call to be a pastor, I suppose. But all callings are that way. But I think another lofty calling is being a parent. And Amy, we were on uh, the phone last week and talking about podcast stuff, mm-hmm. and you brought up a an interesting point that before we head to the Instagram <coughs> reels, I would, I would love to flush out. There's no, yeah. you know, I, I barely remember it, but I thought it was worth talking about. Um, I think what you're referring to is we were talking about when you have to make a decision that is the right decision for you and or your family, and some in your family and some not within your family may not think that that's the right choice and, and how to articulate why you think it's the right choice without being overly negative. So emphasizing the positives of this is the right choice for us because it allows us to do this versus, well, we're not going to do it because these are all the reasons it's terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, We had an opportunity to be in attendance at, at something that, Mark and I did not feel would be well suited for our family. And so we chose not to attend and we had a conflict anyway, but even though that conflict could have, could have been adjusted, um, we really thought long and hard about how we would feel. And this was on, I was just saying to Eric, it was on last week's podcast. I don't know when it was cause I listened to them out of order, but there was a recent podcast where we were talking about, how you feel when you are with somebody and how you feel when you are no longer with them. Like when, if you've been out to lunch with somebody and then you leave that lunch, like, are you left like, that was great. I can't wait to do it again. Or like, Oh, got through that one. Right. Right. And (laughs) just exhausted. Exactly. And that's sort of how we had been feeling the last handful of times that we had been in a gathering similar to this. And I thought like, why, why, like we're grown adults that can make our own decisions and the tougher part was trying to talk to my kiddos about that mm. and explain to them why we weren't doing it. And they 
Alyssa didn't care. She's happy-go-lucky. Abby was the one who was a little bit more personally invested in. And then try, watching her try to wrestle with, like, I'm going to say it's okay. I'm going to say I don't care. I'm going to say we don't need to go. I don't want to go. And I finally was like, could you just be honest? Like, I would rather you tell me, like, I really want to go and I'm disappointed that we're not versus, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine if that's not truthful. Like, if you really don't want to go, too, that's okay. But then, I think but that right there the is such a great start to all of it, which was you have the right to the way you feel mm-hmm. and to what your your feelings are based on <laughs> your emotions because she was going to feel like either left out or like she had offended somebody by not going, you mm-hmm. know, and be cast out. So we're hitting all the different emotional mm-hmm. needs. And if she's just giving you a blind yes, well, then she's learning well, there's no validity to what I feel and I'm yeah. not safe, safe to share. Well, and also just mm-hmm. the fact that you even considered what your kids felt. You know, how many, how many parents out there are just, they do what they're going to do and the kids are just along for the ride. And, you know, that's, that brings a whole different set of questions and traumas. I did tell her when we sat down and talked about it, I said, I really want you to tell me how you're feeling about it. I really want you to be thoughtful about how you're feeling, which again, goes back to the conversation you were having. Like, don't just say you're mad. Like, why are you mad? Tell Mm -hmm. me what it is. Like, what's the feeling that, and and where's it all coming from? And I said to her, as we started, I said, but before you say anything, please know that this is not a conversation that is intended to change our minds. It's a conversation to understand what we're talking about, but not like, you know what, Mark, I, Abby has a good point. We, we, this is not that, mm-hmm. but it is a place for you to tell me what you're thinking about. And, and she's very much like Mark. We've talked about this before. She's very easygoing. She's very, so I, she was um, bummed. And I think it was a, like everyone else is, but but she understood. And I was, I was very honest. I was like, I, I don't always feel, feel good in those situations. And I don't want us to all not feel good. Mm-hmm. That won't be and fun. to a degree, you've seen her not feel good. Sometimes. Right. Sometimes. I think really what's, what it's coming down to is when you're making a principled stand or a, a principled decision, ba- you know, a decision based on principle, mm-hmm. that's going to emotionally negatively affect your family in the hopes that it will save you from further emotional damage Mm -hmm. and it's having the courage to do that i think if we break it down a lot of that is based on what what is the family's emotional needs because if it's acceptance being loved even though you've been forgiven or you've screwed up well that's gonna be a tough sell then because everybody's gonna be mad at me that we didn't go but if everybody in the family is more security based okay this is probably safer it's an easier sell right and so the, having the courage to make the decision alone is admirable. And really what it comes down to is, hey, well, that's what we're supposed to do. Too yeah, often, it was, it, yeah, it was. They it just was, go to the party. Right. It was, it was. The event. <clears throat> it was, uh, it was tricky. And ironically, Mark keeps saying, Mark's like, well, it couldn't have gone anyway. Abby ended up Friday night, the, um, being very uncomfortable, complaining that her ear was hurting. And I'm looking at my 13 year old. I'm like, you're, ear hurts i'm like what what, what are you, you two well I, see, I was like what are you seven months old i'm like what is going on right now and sure enough we i, I was like okay she came in midnight she's crying Aww. and I'm, i don't know how to help you in this moment like I, I can't give you anything like even if i gave you an advil it's not going to kick in instantaneously like i i don't know what else to do so we're like googling like ear infections ear like what do you do like is there an instant like can you put hot on it can you put cold so we ended up at med express no or whatever saturday morning oh. at they open at eight and we were those people like Black Friday standing outside the door at like seven fifty five, <laughs> like, hello, let us be first. 
And we got in and out within 15 minutes, got our prescription and got but that's cold. Thing. Getting in that, like not being, I hate it when you go like when they open and there's like 20 people ahead of you uh, and you're just like. Or oh. midday. It's, oh, it's uh, no, well, that's, my thumb. Yeah, we, <laughs> we pull in and we're in the car and it's like 7.50. And I'm like, I'm not standing out in the cold for 10 minutes. Like we can see the door and this car pulls in next to us. And Abby goes, mom, go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Move. She's like, not so fast, lady with a bun on her head. I was like, whoa, Abby's, Abby's coming out. Far, <laughs> coming out, the fired snark. up. She did. Well, she wasn't feeling well, and I can't blame her. Yeah. And that's what we were laughing because the nurse was looking at her file and her chart and everything. She's like, so you kind of don't know what you're doing here, do you? Like, not accusatory, but just they're healthy kids. Mm-hmm. So she didn't know. She's like, yeah, you don't really know what you're dealing with. I was like, I don't. She hasn't had an ear infection since she was six months old. Mm. I don't know what to do. Mm. And that's so. what it was? Yeah. And she's feeling better now? Yeah. Medicine is not her friend, but no. it doesn't. She it doesn't. Oh, yeah. is that why her belly hurt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's oh. a, she's she's rallying. She was mu- she was the most Abby I've seen her in like a week tonight before mm. I left. A week? Wow. Yeah, that I know. It's terrible. tough. Yeah. I know. It's, it's like worst. a yeah. It's a double edged sword. Well, they say the difference between medicine and poison is, is dosage. Huh. Mm. All right. Yeah. You Heavy. know, some people overdose on social media. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. And uh, other people just turn a blind eye to it. Mm-hmm. And I love, just like anything else, I love to look into uh, things and find what's good about them. Mm-hmm. And it occurred to me when I took a break from Twitter because I was being a little too overly political. And I'm like, well, I mean, I can't just not look at my phone. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> so I started what is this, watching. 1984? I know. Instagram reels and mm-hmm. I started noticing because we've talked about it in social media posts which ah uh, there was one the other day uh, Todd my assistant coach former assistant coach Hello. my very good friend posted that he's just struggling in the mornings and that he was wide awake at five o'clock took a shower ate breakfast and then just like crashed and actually went back to sleep before he went to school mm-hmm. and he said I just don't know what my brain is doing to me and I don't know what's wrong and my body and my brain are fighting and it's just terrible. First comment, doesn't get better as you get older. <laughs> oh my gosh. People are the worst. So we've, we've done one episode <laughs> oh, of Facebook posts and comments, but today we're going to look at just different Instagram reels. Some are showing great emotional responding, <laughs> some not some social observations on relationships and emotions. Mm-hmm. And if you are watching this with us on YouTube, you will be able to see it on the split screen. But each of them are, it's more verbal than it is physical to see. And so we're just going to comment through and, and just pick apart what's good, what's not good. And, uh, and that's what we're going to do. Which one do you want to do first? I don't care, bro. All right. Do we want to set the table for you? Number one yeah. reason people gave for divorcing was this. Pastors, we're just, quote, incompatible. That was their reason. We're just incompatible. Friends, there's no such thing as incompatibility. It's a term made up by divorce attorneys to justify divorce. We're all incompatible because we're all different. Nobody's going to be completely compatible with you because nobody's exactly like you. So no matter who you're with and who you marry, you're going to be incompatible. The truth truth is, is, you can get get along along with anybody anybody that you choose to get along along with, with, and you can choose to love anybody that you choose to love. Now, if I were to summarize thousands of hours of marriage counseling in two words, this is going to save you a lot of money. Here are the two words you need to hear that will make your marriage a success. Grow up! Stop being an irritating little immature... I won't say the word. 
It's immaturity that causes marriage to die. It's not incompatibility. It's inflexibility. I want what I want, and I want it now, and you want what you want, and neither of us are old enough, mature enough, smart enough, spiritual enough to change. And I am willing to let this thing die, then change. And you're willing to let this thing die, then change. It has nothing to do with it. The... I thought she was going to say something. The lady that yeah, was... I was waiting for her. Yeah, it's one of those observational reels where she's watching it and she never does anything. No. Mm-mm. Didn't even like make a face. No, she really no. didn't. I thought, no. <laughs> like, mm. I are you reacting to his... Yeah, why there was did, no why reaction. Did, yeah, why'd you post that? It's kind of bizarre. <laughs> well, she did give like a it's kind a, of subtle nod. Like By <laughs> definition, it's a reaction video, isn't it? Well, at one point when she... Isn't that what they call those? She, like, yeah. Yeah, except she didn't react. No. Well, she moved her hand and I thought she was going to like turn the camera to like who was next to her to be like, I'm incompatible with this. Like, right. But she, well, she made it onto a podcast. She, I tell you what, we cheers should let, to you, tag lady, her in this. lady in a light turquoise shirt or whatever With color that is. Scenely large hand. Um, <laughs> it's probably a perspective. As far as the message goes, <laughs> I, I, I think there's a lot of truth to it. Um, I don't know if it's that easy. I, I would agree. I, it, the, just growing up does not it's it's growing out it's growing deeper and broader not just growing up and being like oh now i'm older and wiser therefore it you have to do the work to grow and life can be extremely complicated no never yeah. not really <laughs> i don't be. find it to be it's very so so you're <laughs> you're living in a complicated life and oh you just have to grow up Mm-mm. you have to be more mature i mean maybe but it it's not like maturity is something you go and buy or choose so, or uh, choose well you can well i mean you can choose incrementally but like you can't just be like okay here here's a here's a big problem i'm just going to choose to be more mature in this problem and everything's going to be fine you it, it would be a process and i would agree with that but I, I feel like that minimizes the the wrestling and the struggles and the realities of a an, a long-term intimate relationship and it breaks it down into two easy of a advice that you a lot of people just can't maybe achieve that's fair i i was gonna say i i do agree with it to a certain extent but i think the how is through emotional needs like and i think you know what he was talking about when you know i want it now it's it's you know it's all about me and there's no like we we talk a lot about seeking understanding and there's like I think what he's talking about is like you have to seek understanding with your partner and when you do that then you go into emotional needs and like you 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 talk about that but like or any needs yeah or any needs right um but yeah like i agree with you like it's not just as easy as growing up it's a lot of facts logic and reason i hated every second it's a lot of facts (laughs) logic and reason every second of because he's mocking people for saying we're incompatible Mm -hmm. and you just try to sum it up by saying we're incompatible instead you need to grow up well what does that even mean? Right. Right. Like, it's so cliche-filled and so, oh, thousands of hours of counseling, blah, blah, blah. And what about the other like person? What if they don't want to meet you? Right. Like, how do you, what do you what do, do that? Yeah, you grow right. up and the other person doesn't grow up right. with you. And so right. now and now you are You're mature, mightier than now maturing. in some respects. And he said you'll never be now. compatible with anybody or you can be incompatible with it. Like, no, we have different needs. And the beauty mm-hmm. of it is God putting those... Like, you're a pastor, bro. God put... <laughs> the, I brought him. There's... 
that God put the two of you together so that you can act out of an act of love and sacrifice to yourself, meet the other spouse's need, knowing and trusting that they're then going to meet your needs and how beautiful that is that the two become one. We stop looking at it as, as two and he's looking at them as two individuals, right? No, the two became one. And so how do we nurture each half of that one by meeting each other's needs, being open and honest and vulnerable? And growing that relationship into something beautiful that God would honor and be a, a witness to other <coughs> couples. Mm-hmm. That w- that was one of part of one of the readings at mine and Mark's wedding was love is not about finding the right partner; it is about being the right partner. Ooh, I like that. And what book of the Bible is that from? I don't know. I don't I did have some biblical readings, but I don't think that. No, it's funny because you said reading, and I was like, "Okay, what verse is it?" Where you're like, "But, but I, but I, it's it's it's, so true. It is true because it's not just about seeking to seeking to find and seeking to to match, and and it's being the right partner. It's recognizing what your partner needs and being that, even if it sometimes is a step outside of your comfort zone and not exactly who you are. Whether it's finding a common interest or learning to like something that is their interest, or you know. Mm-hmm. So. I say in every wedding, you know, you're choosing when I do it with the ring, when, when we do the rings and it's, you're choosing to love this person. There's no beginning. There's no end. You're choosing to love this person. Don't say, Oh, we fell out of love or we're in- incompatible. No, you find where you can compact mm-hmm. <laughs> with this person. <laughs> you know, just like you yeah. said, you have to be it. Don't say, Oh, well we were wrong. Oh, we, f- we love each other, but we're not in love anymore. Like, no, you're choosing not to love anymore. Yeah, that that is a choice, but more so than I think just becoming mature is a choice. Like you don't. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mature. Like, yeah, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and be mature. If you can, if it's that easy, then be mature right now. Don't wait till tomorrow to be wake up mature. I, never mind, man. I am so mature. <laughs> Immature or mature? Mature, because I didn't say what I was thinking. That's oh, right. Way to go. Way yeah. to filter. You want to do you. next one? Sure, pick one. All right. JP. Here's, Here's how, how you, you know, know if someone's, someone's your, your friend. friend. A, you can, you can tell, tell them, them bad, bad news, news. And, they'll and they'll listen. They won't, they won't tell, tell you why, you know, you're stupid and why that bad thing happened to you and how, how something, something worse happened to them once and, you know, derail, derail the whole conversation. conversation. You can you actually tell, tell them bad news and they'll, and they'll listen. listen. So that's, that's a good, a good thing. thing. And, and then and this is a weirder thing. You can tell them good news and they'll help you celebrate. And that's, and that's a really a good, good way of deciding who you should have around you. And so, so you want to surround yourself. You've got to think about this. you got to surround yourself with people who want the best for the best part of you. Here's how you know if someone's your friend. Man, I love Jordan Peterson. How It's literally our, like, it's literally what our whole podcast is. It's lunchtime in Rome. Send it around. He puts it so well. He really does. He really does. And, man, it is really eye-opening. Like, when you do, like get in that vulnerable spot and you do express like a hurt or something like that and then the person does not meet you like and when you when that um it's a lonely place when you know like what we know yeah right but what comfort when, when you like. unlock that like one two things happen one you know like well i'm not gonna go to them anymore for that right and two it's like worse because you're like, ah, oh, you're the worst. <laughs> well, especially if you had an expectation in your mind right. of what would happen. Yeah. And it's so far from that that yeah. it's it's not only the rejection, for lack of a better word, it's not the, just the rejection, but it's the knowledge that you were wrong to think that that is what you would receive, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. now you're like, huh, mm-hmm. misjudge that one. I even love that he brought in the one-upping. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yep. And stealing the story, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Does yeah. It, doesn't get better when you get older. 
doesn't get better when you get older. Thank you. You know, yeah. I, and I saw another a reaction video of that. And like when he talked about people that will celebrate with you, the person reacting, it was like a podcast. I think he was actually on the other guy's podcast saying mm-hmm. this again. And the guy's face just lit up like that is brilliant, mm-hmm. which is so great. Like he's like, man, that should be in like a book of wisdom or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, true. it's true. It's it's celebrating other people's successes and and mm-hmm. making them more aware of the power of that and be and not letting them shy away from it we talk about not coming across as braggadocious or egocentric or any of those things and it's okay it's okay to celebrate it's okay to share you know bella's good news that's ethan's mm-hmm. good news with the musicals like that those are amazing things and just you know it's frustrating when you say something like that and people are like oh okay i guess your kid's cool mm-hmm. no i didn't say my kid was the coolest i was really <laughs> excited it's not a zero-sum game just because my kid did great doesn't mean i think your kid sucks Correct. well they it, might and it sucks when, and it sucks they with, probably do yeah but it just sucks when somebody <laughs> doesn't join. basically you know is stealing and robbing you of that of that joy because they they don't understand how to join you or they're so hurt and they're taking something from you they they refuse to join you because it's not it, about it them. didn't happen to me right yeah mm. we start every, well we don't we used to start them and now we end our team meetings our weekly team meetings with a win um and everybody has the opportunity and every now and again i toy with the idea of mixing it up and having people share a win on someone else's behalf like Jay, Ooh, tell yeah. me something really great that Eric did this past week. Mm. And then so yeah. that you know what That's he's cool. recognizing mm. and you're having to be intentional about your interactions with him. But then I, 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 I haven't done it yet because I'm not sure if everybody would feel comfortable being kind mm-hmm. of put on the spot or. Can you prep them for something like that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're actually I'm working through like. a. And then they all say something you did. And it looks like you made it self-serve. <laughs> <laughs> it well, would be great if they were about me. I do write your reviews and such. No, no, no. I, no. I think one of the most wonderful things in this life, and I think this goes to respect, is when you feel seen. Oh, yeah. And so many people walk through their days feeling invisible. And so something like what you're saying is, you know, in a lot of like you're in a work environment and so many work environments are just like, do your 40 hours, do your 50 hours, whatever it is, and go home. And was I seen? Am I appreciated? No, it, your your work product was seen. Your work product was seen, he but was were you seen? I might have been. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. But, Did you do anything? So I, I think what you're doing or when somebody properly joins you, it, it really does. It, it makes that person, you know what? I'm not invisible. Right. I, I do matter, you right. know, in some way, shape or form. Well, and, and it goes back to me. It goes back to intentionality of don't just say like, oh, well, you did such a great job with that podcast. You know what I really liked? I really liked how you started the recording by saying this. And I really liked that you used this type of, you know, device or it's being specific with mm-hmm. the praise and what right. is what is what is it what is uh recognized is repeated or what is rewarded is repeated or something along those lines yeah where, you would hope so yeah yeah because yeah, they, they want to get that reinforcement Jinx. uh sort of. we'll do this one i love, I love this, this girl, girl so, so much, much you turn it up that I am prepared to come up so it's a woman laying in bed with this sit down in front of her and listen to her story she's just waking up <laughs> shaking her head now, now, I know it's not going to have a beginning or an end. I, I realize that. She's going to introduce new characters along the way. But I'm going to listen with love and empathy. Going to offer no solutions. Even if there is a 
A clear solution. I, I love this girl so much. If you couldn't hear it, he said he's going to listen to his woman, and he loves her so much he's going to listen to her story, even though it doesn't have a beginning, it doesn't have an end. He introdu- she introduces new characters halfway through, and he's not going to offer a solution. Mm-hmm. Even, when, even when there's a very clear a very solution, clear. a very clear solution, he's going to just swallow his tongue and say nothing. And it's funny, because I can see you saying, like, but there's a solution there. <laughs> when <laughs> do I get we, to... <laughs> what if you... Have you considered... I love him. I thought it was great. Oh yeah, it's and we've, we, we've talked about that. Like when when your wife comes home, she's had a rough day. Like just just listen, just listen. So or can you do you ask the question? Have, do we, did we talk about this? Am I? Li- you asked me this. Are am I listening to listen or am I listening to advise? Mm-hmm. I certainly didn't use those words, but something along those lines that. Well, it's always don't ask questions because right. questions are for you, not for them. Right. If your goal is to, if they're if they need you to join them in their emotion. You shouldn't be asking questions. Right. You just meet them where they are right. and where they've allowed questions you to. Questions are for to... you, not for them. Right. Now, if they Fair want point. advice, <clears throat> then sure. You, right. You know. And that goes back to Ryan Lowe when he called me and he's like, look, I know you're going to come for me, but I need you to really tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> can we just cut through the touchy-feely stuff for just a second? Just can we put that I on the back burner? advice at this point in time. <laughs> yeah. Go to the apology one with uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, I love this one. Oh, I love yeah. Kevin Hart. He's so funny. And me, you know, I'm 56 years old. Damn! Is that Don Cheeto? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because it was a thought. No, no, seriously, it was a thought. It was a thought, and I blurted it out. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, but just understand, I didn't mean it the way it came out. We'll take a poll on how you meant it with people here later after the show's over. But I can sit up here and honestly say, buddy, that that was from a place of love. Got it. I did. Like, damn. damn. You didn't, if, if we could play, play it back, back right, right now, play back. these are two, two different dance. dance. Play back slow motion. There wasn't no, I said, I said. There was no, like, I said, damn. No, you said the word, damn. Do you want me to tell you how you said it? I know I said it. Do you want me to say it back to you how I think you said it? Go ahead. Damn. Not true. Fam. Not true. Fam. I said, Kevin. I said, damn it. Each time you said it, now it's gotten quieter and quieter. I could barely hear you that last time you said me, you know, I'm 56 years old. Damn! <laughs> I, it's so great because I can't tell if it's a bit. Because yeah, they're say, so good. Because when he goes, when he goes, he gets real quiet. He's like, I said... Damn it. Like, it's like, you know you didn't say it like that, dude. You well, he, know. Ch- he chuckles a little bit. I yeah. think he chuckles because he knows he's lying. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's because it's a bit. You know, because he realizes he's just going downhill fast. I'm <laughs> trying to save it. I'm trying to save it. <laughs> we're, in, we're in the skit. I can't save it. Play the beginning again, though, until I say stop. Because it, 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 we look a lot at me, you know, I'm 56. Okay. Good. And me, you know, I'm 56 years old. Damn. Damn. He's hurt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cause that, it was a thought. No, no, seriously, it was a thought. It was a thought, and I blurted it out. I'm fine. Okay. Can I gripe about something real quick? Sure. You can't pause reels. Oh yeah, I know. You got to start. It's so over. frustrating. Well, stop it. You can. You can't pause it. Right. Right. It is frustrating. Wait, let me try something I, real quick. And me, you know, I'm 56 years old. Oh, I can hold my finger on it and pause it. <laughs> what happens when you're like, oh? Damn. It starts again. Damn. Somebody at Instagram was just like, yeah, that's I'm how sorry. you do it, Eric. <laughs> I don't want to hold my... Th- I'm, so I'm sorry. sorry. 
So that it was a <laughs> thought. No, no, seriously. It was and a if thought, it's unlike having it was a flashback, I blurted it out. I'm fine. Somebody figured out if you jump up high, you hit a mushroom and coins pop out. But like, who knew to do that? You're just like charging along, and like, if you jump right there, like, who knew to put your finger? Who knew? Right. Or the glitches when you go out the side and come out the other way. Yeah. Who knew that? That's not even. And Don Chadell is such a good. Chadell. That's his French name. I thought it was. Is it Cheadle? I thought it was. Eight, French Canadians was, uh, call him Chadel. In, Pits- in Pittsburgh here, we call it Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. No date. Just um, Cheadle. And that. Yeah. He's such a good actor. Yeah. Like, he could be acting through the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's horrifically hurt. I think it's... Uh, let's assume they are, though. Okay. For the, for the context yeah. of the thing. Because he looks what hurt. he does, he looks a little bit hurt, and then he's like, ooh, I got him. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make him feel mm-hmm. bad. And then mm-hmm. Kevin Hart apologizes. He says, sorry. Yeah. And what does he immediately do? I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. So therefore, you shouldn't be hurt. <clears throat> critical. You shouldn't be hurt, right? Because mm-hmm. I didn't intend for it to be that way, mm. right? I had an. I had. I, God works in mysterious ways. Today, I made a phone call to apologize to somebody, and the person said, "Thank you. You are forgiven." I did really feel disrespected. I was like, "Whoa!" Like. I was calling to apologize, not to rehash how you felt in that moment, because I'm showing you. Right, I'm, is your point? Right, I'm coming to you to say I'm sorry. Like I would, like because that just that honestly, it stirred it right back up again. And then it was like, well, why did I call to apologize? Because here you mm-hmm. are, like bringing mm-hmm. it all back to what happened. Like it was a, it was an interesting conversation, which is frustrating and bothersome. A little bit. However. Could you have then said, help me understand why you felt disrespected? Because are they taking your apology as a get out of, you know, hey, I'm sorry I said that. And they go, well, you're forgiven, but, like, I, I can hear it, yeah. but. No, I, I apologize they're, they're, very they, specifically. I said, I am calling to tell you that this is what happened yesterday. This is why it happened. That is not an excuse for the behavior. I am telling you that this is what's going on. I'm very sorry that this is this is how I behaved, and I'm very sorry that it caused friction on the phone during our conversation. And then it was, well, yeah, that's great. But never once was it, I'm sorry to hear that, like, or I'm sorry that you were going through this. Or It was just, let me make sure that you know that I was really disrespected. And how did... So... They're, they don't think they know you know how much they felt disrespected, or else they wouldn't say that. Correct. Correct. I don't think I was disrespectful. Okay, wait. Oh, this is such a good thing. And I'm yeah. just scared to go yeah. here. So you did not think you were being disrespectful. I can see why she thinks that. But that, again, to like, I didn't mean it that way. That's not at all. I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say. I didn't mean to. I, I didn't mean to. I clear. I did. I, I didn't mean to raise my voice implies that I had no control over my vocal range that I raised my voice. Like, I clearly did raise my voice. And you can see how by raising your voice, they felt disrespected. Correct. Even though they shouldn't have. <clears throat> well, no. That If they want to feel disrespected, that is their prerogative. It is interesting that it was not mutual. That it, was, it takes two to tango. So this was not where I picked up the phone and called and said, Jay, I'm not coming at 830. You told me 810 and I'm not coming later. That's ridiculous. And then hung up. There was a conversation that went back and forth mm-hmm. so there were there was other there was another individual in, in play so it perhaps 
I did not call to get an apology from that person. I called to offer my own and found it interesting that in offering an apology, that person did not also say, yeah, I get it. Oh, yeah. Or, oh. And I didn't want to be let off the hook. I mean, I, I was calling to apologize. That's what you do. If you do something wrong, you apologize. So I didn't want to be let off the hook. But, but the way they did it then brought up everything that had already just happened that you were trying to So not only do you not get the apology right. back, it's, but you got a double down hurt on again. hurt. Yep. Yeah. I was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, F that person. But I think in, in both examples, the key is for those who have done the offending mm-hmm. or anyone who does the offending to seek to understand rather than seek forgiveness or the apology. You know, had you led with, man, when I, led, when I, when I raised my voice, I, I could make you feel like you, I, I could see how I made you feel a little bit less, made you feel a little disrespected. They might go, wow. Yeah. If he says, hey, when you went, damn, you, you, I can see that I made you kind of feel old there. Right. And not, you know, not, not lifted up and not appreciated, not honored. Instead of, I didn't mean that, is what he said. Right. I didn't mean it. You're taking your <clears throat> wrong. Right. right. I was going to say, it puts the blame on them. Right. <clears throat> it says, you are hearing it incorrectly. You hear what you want to hear. Right. Or you perceived it wrong in the first place. Yeah. That's yeah. a gross situation you were in. Yeah. Mm hmm. How, how's your finger? It's, it's uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, you can take it off. We're done with that one. All right. Okay. But just understand, understand, I didn't mean it the way it came out. And he doubles uh, down. Timed. But it's a great example. He just doubles down. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, he's like, bro. That's, that's like the defensive, the immediately defensive. And I've had that situation too where you're trying to give someone feedback and their immediate reaction oh is to be, to be defensive instead of hearing you. Right. It's very selfish. And normal. Do you just want to do one more? Yeah. I find it funny, the, the one we did with the pastor. We did a reaction video of a reaction video. <laughs> yeah. Um, Inception. Do you just want to do one more? Maybe finish with that dude? This, yeah. That, I don't know what the bottom one is, though. I forget that one. Oh, no. That one's too heavy. Respect. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's way too heavy. This well, one's more funny. Yeah. I hate when I show my friend a funny video and they'll be like, oh, I already saw this one. I don't care. Left. Pretend you didn't see it. Better yet, if you already saw the video... Then, then why did you send it to me the first time you saw it? Huh? Did you, you not think, think that I wanted to laugh too? No. no. You, you only think about yourself. Because you're selfish. It's toxic. It's, it's a toxic, toxic relationship. Cut them off. I hate I when I show my... <laughs> this is Amy and me. Like, because... <laughs> but I will play it off. Like, I will laugh. Well, it even, sounds like he's from Jersey too. Even if I've already seen it. They're all dead inside out there. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. And since I've watched that, when somebody sends me something, I'll say, well, that's hilarious. I don't go, so. Mm-hmm. It's, right. I hadn't even thought of it. Actually, Amy sent me something two days ago about the, like, the worship team when the pastor's praying. Oh, and it's like, <laughs> oh, oh <yeah>. the monkeys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hilarious. But Lex had showed that to me, and then Amy sent it to me. Gorillas. So I gave her the like, laughing emojis after I saw this video. Yes. Yeah. But I didn't say. Oh, and it's easier to do it in that. Could you do both? It's... It's What's that? E- it's easier to do it hey, through Hey, I saw this though. and it's so funny. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. I've done that. I've, I've played yeah. that card where like I, I saw this and it is hilarious. Like conf- like you're still confirming, mm-hmm. but it probably is just better to laugh. Yeah. And it's, easy, it's easier to do um, in, through text than in, in real mm-hmm. life because you're like, oh, crap, I got to... Pretend I gotta I act here. I gotta, you know, I gotta, <laughs> yeah. gotta put on a little bit of a show. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but once again, if you think about it, it's joining somebody in their emotions. Mm. I found this to be funny. 
I would like to share it with you. What happens when you don't think it's funny in return? It depends. Like when someone sends you something that's not even like inappropriate, cause like not prudish, but just something that's just. Mm-hmm. Well, for example, it doesn't hit you the way that it hit them. Right. 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 Well, then it was a miss. Yeah. Right. But, th- but, but that's different than saying, yeah, that's- I already saw it. It's not about you, bro. Right. I'm asking well, you to join me. I still think you can right. validate it by going, I didn't get this one or something, at least to, again, to say, I recognize this. I'm, uh, I appreciate you sending it. Didn't quite well, it's hit like me. If, if you offer me a, a really, really good IPA beer, I don't like beer. You're not gonna I'm not going to be like, mm, I love that beer. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm going right, like, right, ah, right. it's not for me, but man, I'm glad you enjoy that. Yeah. I mean, I shared a video with Rachel, which I knew dad gum well. She wasn't going to like it. It was the snowboarding, like three-year-old. Oh, <laughs> so cute. And she goes, Oh, on. no, not the one that where one. she's no, encouraging not, herself. Not that, no, 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 no. Did we watch it last week or did we just watch no. it afterwards? And um, been a trail of blood. she goes on like a, a grind pipe, like where they'll do whatever. And she just straight up hits it and her face hits the pipe <laughs> and she scorpions the entire way. I mean, I laughed for like 10 minutes straight. I sent it to Bella, who was downstairs, and I hear her downstairs. <laughs> Show it to Rachel. She's like, you know, that's a baby. I mean, I'm this like, girl's neck a- This girl's neck was just <clears throat> impossibly oh, angled. It's, no, not funny. It was hilarious. See, that would not be funny to me. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Mm. But that's like the American Funny Home videos, share. and they show you, and there's like the first four that they tease in the in the opening credits <clears throat> are these like violent skateboard what, America's crashes funniest or whatever. videos? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's, why is that funny? That's not funny. And I, I do kind of disagree with his point, though, of uh, like, why didn't you share it with me? Um, well, it's gone. Because... I I would end up sending you guys like <laughs> thirty a day. Yeah, like I or Amy send like, like one a day to each. Like you guys would be like, do you do you work? Rachel, you know what I mean? Like Rachel's friend. How many times did you school? go to the bathroom today? Like you know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? like that's like that's <laughs> what people would start asking. So like you filter it, and you're like, I know they're gonna think this is funny, or they're gonna really appreciate this one. You know, so mm-hmm. when I send something, it's like. This was the best one I found today, you right. know, or you know what I mean. Well, like I was saying with Rachel's high school friends or this week or whatever. They, you know? She's like, <clears throat> apparently they don't do anything. <laughs> she goes, because I'm at war all day with a bunch of three year olds yeah. and everything else, and then I get out and I have 62 messages, and all they are are Instagram reels and <laughs> TikTok videos <laughs> mm-hmm. from her entire friend group on their text. Thread. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've had yep. some of that. I've had some of that, and you do feel, and then. It's the conversation we were having earlier when you're the only sober person in a room full of drunk people. You're like, I'm the only one that's been working all day. You people have been off, mm-hmm. and you and you want to respond and be like, ha ha ha, but you're like, not not <laughs> not amused, right? Not amused. And I, I'm not a big fan of cut them off. I'm mean, okay. I was a bit strong. Toxic. <laughs> Toxic may be overkill. You send somebody a video and they're like, I've already seen it. You're like, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> this is Friendship a toxic relationship. <laughs> There's a good segue for you. All right, uh, and that is ep- it. Well, Matt, I've not done this in forever. Oh my gosh, that's what, it red, for e- red words. Yes, pretty much the English language. Uh, that's it for episode one hundred and eighty-one. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for lunchtime in Rome. See Thanks you next for week. Having me. Bye. Bye. I had to amend the picture because the one looked like I was shooting him. I'm a freak. The whole ball drop thing. This is a record, by the way, for balls dropping. Well, speaking of balls, you get a third ball. Ah, you're the worst.